1: We don't bring any life at all to the
0: church. The church is, is the life. Uh, it's gives us the life. Live. The reality is, he is
2: all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God.
3: Hey, welcome to Real Presence Live on Friday, September 10th, 2021. We are so happy to be here with you. I'm Karen Giebus, along with my co-host. Amy Julian. And we are live in the beautiful Mustard Seed Catholic Bookstore here in Rapid City. Temptation is around.
2: And they have a summer clearance section, I see. I'm going to have to go shopping when we're done.
3: Thank you to the Mustard Seed for always letting us Come in early and host here and jewel as we broadcast.
2: <laughs> Amen. And it's, it is such a peaceful, relaxing section, uh, area, and we've got coffee over there. Yeah. And so, yeah. It's, it's,
3: a... it's great. Well, Amy, do you want to start us off in prayer this morning?
2: I would love to. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for this beautiful day as we draw near to the end of the summer. And as we begin to launch our fall programs throughout our dioceses of our listening area, Lord, we ask that you send your Holy Spirit into the hearts of all those who seek to serve their fellow man, especially those that are trying to help people find the healing that they can find in your heart. And we ask all these things, especially for the blessing of our blessed, or the prayers of our blessed mother whose birthday we celebrated yesterday as we pray hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee blessed art thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen amen father son and the
3: holy spirit amen well amy we have a great show planned today Um, we we're going to be talking a lot about healing
2: healing yes
3: and i think that's quite appropriate with the 20th anniversary of nine eleven coming up tomorrow mm-hmm. and still needs to be a lot of healing from that i think but also just in general in our society today there just needs to be a massive movement towards healing
2: there there does and there's just a lot of woundedness that we walk around with you know these days and people live complex lives and and you know the wound in this can be found everywhere, but the yep. healing can really only be found in Christ. Right. And so that's what we're trying to bring people to. And
3: I think that's such a beautiful way to lead into our first interview. Yeah. So we have with us a Linda Drake. Good morning, Linda. Good morning, Karen. How are you? I am great. It's a well. I would like to say it's a beautiful day. It's a little overcast. <laughs> it's a little hazy. A little, just a little. little but it smoky. kind of makes me feel like you know it's fall coming it's right? not
4: gonna feel like fall
3: no, i know not today not today record highs it's depressing to me i like fall fall makes me ha- fall heals me ah! <laughs> you just calm down and get ready uh, you know to stay home in the winter but fall is like that's my happy time so i i think uh today even though it's hazy even though it's gonna be super hot we have a beautiful day today
4: Mm-hmm. it's gonna be beautiful
3: so we are here talking with Linda about um, surviving divorce, and this is a, a um, 12-week session that's coming up here in the Diocese of Rapid City, correct? Correct. So tell me, first of all, about you,
4: and how is that you are involved in this ministry? All right. All um, right. As all about me, um, I grew up in Leeds, so I've always lived in the area. Mm -hmm. Uh, I lived in Rapid City since 1985. Um, I'm a member of St. Therese Catholic Church. And I have three children, three beautiful grandchildren. Uh, One's five, just went into kindergarten, and an 18-month-old little boy, and a little granddaughter who just celebrated her first birthday. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. They
2: are. They're gorgeous.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm a little biased, but... (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. You can be grandma. Yes, yes. yes. That's what grandmas do. Um, And let's see... um, as far as me, I'm a, a huge, huge dog lover. So if you're ever looking for me, can't find me. My son opened a an indoor dog park at Rushmore Mall, and that's my happy place.
2: And that's your so, happy place. Yes, yes. And, and, and that's, literally, that's where you can find her. Yes, She's not summer, working.
4: winter, She's probably there. I am there. Yes, Aww. yes.
2: It's great. So,
4: but uh, let's see, I was married for 31 years. Okay. And now divorced almost three years. So, um, it's been an interesting three years, and yep, that's part of why I'm at the dog park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's uh, kind of what brought me into this ministry. Um, of course, Amy and I have worked together here um, for uh, going on four years, I believe. Yeah. Now. Because I've, I've been at the diocese, like, forever. Um, 30, February will be 31 years.
2: Wow. Yeah. I did not realize She started that. when she was, like, four. Yes.
3: <laughs> thank you. And I was going to say, she looks, she looks like she had to have started, you know, I
4: said, "Ah, you two are sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I started out in the Stewardship and mm-hmm. Development Office for 16 years, then 11 years in the tribunal, and now these last four working in pastoral ministries, so... I won't make you pick your favorite department,
3: especially with Amy sitting here, but boy, I think you are well-suited for where you are.
4: (laughs) Yes,
2: very much so. And she brings a lot of blessings. Yeah, I'll just say that. Thank you.
3: Thank Uh, you.
2: Yeah. uh, Hopefully those years count for something. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to kind of push you into surviving divorce.
4: Yes, you did. I'm... I... I don't know. Um I don't know if a lot of people are like me, but I thought, "Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I can do this," you know, and and I have support and that, but uh Amy talked me into going into one of I guess it was a second session right that we had this, of this program of this new program. And it just it was amazing. The healing I did get from it. Um even though I kind of I don't want to say resisted, but that all oh, this is not really anything I need, but mm-hmm. it was it was fantastic and and it just drew me in and next thing Amy talked me into being a facilitator. She's good at that. She's good
3: at that. Yes. yes I sure have her now. I talked her into the radio. I was gonna say <laughs> yes. I tend to avoid certain conversations with Amy because I know how yes, persuasive she's like, she is. She's... <laughs> now nobody's
2: gonna pick up the phone when I call. <laughs>
3: But she is also willing to return the
4: favor. Everyone, <laughs> yes, she very much is, and she'll support you through it yes, all. Yes, exactly. Much so. so, but yeah, that's what got me into being a facilitator for this. Oh, well, that's great. So you have um,
3: been through the session yourself, correct? Correct. Okay, so as a facilitator, you not only have the experience of. of you know, where you're going to lead, but you also have the experience of having been through that and experienced the healing. And I think that's very important in a facilitators,
4: Mm -hmm. you know,
3: being able to relate to those who, who are seeking healing. Correct. They need to be healed for something. And you can say, you know, Hey, here's, Here's what I
4: experienced. That's the same goes: been there, done that. You know?
2: Yeah, because the first time through, I facilitated it, and I have not been through divorce, although I've had other healing experiences. Yeah. Right. And, um, and I had a co-facilitator um, who had been through divorce, and really I, I had to lean on her a lot, you know, in terms of guiding the group discussions and whatnot, um, because there is something. You know, I have a sister who was divorced, and at the time I thought... I was being really supportive, and it wasn't until I went through this group with them that I realized, yeah, I didn't have a clue. (laughs) I mean, sometimes you need people to minister to you who have actually experienced Mm -hmm. the same thing. They
4: understand all
2: aspects of it. Yeah.
4: And it is interesting, too. We have some people that have gone through it more than once. And as being a facilitator, too... It's like each time something else jumps out at you, you know, like, I think it's what stage you are maybe in your healing or just Mm -hmm. moving on in life that, you know, each time there is something else that grabs you Mm -hmm. uh, when you go through this program. And I think that's just the way it is with healing in general. Mm And you you make progress and then maybe you
3: kind of take a step back and then you realize, okay, now I can make two steps forward because I I took a breath and I analyzed it and I felt, feel like, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. Actually, wow, I was healed. Yes. Yeah. And yes. it's just
2: like a liturgical true. year or a liturgical yeah. calendar that's, <clears throat> excuse me, very cyclical. And each time you come around through Lent, you can get something different than you yeah. got the previous, you know, 40 or 15 months <laughs> that you had. Right. You know, and so, yeah, it does shed light on, you know, deeper and deeper healing. So s-
3: these surviving divorce now obviously is for someone who has been through a divorce, right? Correct. Mm hmm. Does that, obviously that doesn't look the same for everyone.
4: That's very true. Very true.
3: So is there like some criteria that you guys put out there? It's, you know, you've been through a recent divorce. You've been through a divorce 30 years ago. You've been through, I mean, it's just anyone, right? It
4: is anyone. And they don't have to be Catholic. You know, it's very Catholic based, this Mm -hmm. program, but you do not have to be Catholic. I'd say half or more maybe are not Catholic, Um, And we get referrals from different places, um, therapists. Um, You said in the past even a court mandated. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah,
2: somebody going through divorce and the judge said, you need to go through a program. And this is really the only program available in our area.
3: Oh wow. What a gift to the right. community then.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah, and and um strictly speaking, um you don't have to have necessarily been through the divorce. You could be still separated Oh, because okay. it is you know okay. for separated and divorced. And so okay. and sometimes divorces just drag out and people need healing during that during process. process as well. Yeah,
3: that makes sense. Yeah. So now when when you talk about um the people with the referrals or you talk about um can, how does that, in a case of you, you see your sister going through a divorce or having been through a divorce, is it possible for them to just say, you know, to them to get information and encouragement? I mean, how do you coach the 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 people doing the referrals on how to encourage these people? Like you said, Linda, you didn't really want to, you didn't think you needed it. You thought Correct. you were doing fine. Is there a way that you guys? Kind of coach the people who say I see a need in my sister and I think she should go here what should I
4: say to her Ah uh, that is a good question I um, mean what did Amy say to you well we she she was persistent you know <laughs> um and and not in a pushy way but going you know this is such a good program and I think you even handed me a book and
2: mm-hmm. and I think my recollection was that I also um you know, called you to the idea that you would be able to, it, it, even if you didn't get anything out of it, mm-hmm. that your Good experience might be able to help people that were going through it so I peeled on her right. sense of nobility okay. and helpfulness yeah. you know yeah because it is it is a peer-to-peer group you know I okay. mean there are videos that give content and Linda will talk about that but the, the peer-to-peer interaction uh, there's a lot of healing that happens between the members right there's
4: several times um, after sessions we just continue the group wants to continue to meet just on on a more informal basis right but, but they you you just you do bond you you share uh, so much of yourself that they do want to continue to meet
3: so i'm hoping that there are people listening who i mean obviously not everyone has been through a divorce not everyone even is walking down that mental path right now that this is what's on the horizon for me but we all know someone who's been through a divorce we all know someone who's separated current from their spouse currently mm-hmm, right or who are struggling with um, a messy divorce or even through the process of an annulment you know all those things and so i hope our listeners can recognize that maybe this interview isn't for them but they are hearing it because it is for someone else right
4: correct yes that's what we hope for too you know like uh just in advertising word of mouth you know that's always a lot of times the best way to get the
2: information out yeah so divorce is such a public wound you know people know that you're divorced because you no longer live with your husband or your wife you have changed your name maybe you know and whereas you know some healing things from addiction or abortion might be more private and hidden but divorce is very open and so i think because of that sometimes we don't think the wound is as deep as it is because it is Mm -hmm. so common and it is so public because it's not so hidden. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, I I think just to say, you know, hey, I don't know where you are in your healing, but I've heard of this group and it sounds really good, you know, And, and even if you're not in need of healing, you might be able to be the vehicle for somebody else receiving right. that healing, yes. you know, and this mm-hmm. might be a good place for you to go and just kind of share those experiences. So if they're obviously hurting, I think it's pretty easy to get them here. Yes. Right. Um, but if they're not obviously hurting, but you're thinking, Hmm, they, they are. Yeah,
3: they could mm-hmm. be, well, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, I want to dive into what it actually looks like, what the group looks like, what the sessions look like, what the material, they'll be, you know, a, given to help heal because I think it's important that, that they understand this is solid. This is yeah. good stuff. And this isn't just a touchy-feely, let's Let's connect with somebody who's been through the same situation. This is the meat and potatoes that's going to fill you up. And Christ is going to be right there
2: with you. Amen. That is very true. Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation with Linda. I'm Karen Gibbous along with Amy Julian. And we are here at the Mustard Seed in Rapid City.
0: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
1: If there is a merciful God, how can He allow such suffering? I'm Father Chris Aylar. God took His greatest risk in giving you His greatest gift free will. He risks that you may choose not to love Him and to hurt your neighbor. But even then, God wants to bring a greater good out of evil. There is no worse evil than a creature nailing his creator to a tree. Yet God brought a greater good from it, your redemption. God doesn't want you to suffer, but he allows it. Why? Because your suffering can also be redemptive when you share in the cross of Christ. It is not easy, but when you learn how, it changes everything. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost. And to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help.
0: How has Real Presence Radio impacted your life? Tune in September 15th through the 17th as our listeners join us live on the air to share their beautiful stories of how Real Presence Radio has inspired or impacted their lives. Join us September 15th through the 17th for the Fall Awaken Live Drive right here on Real Presence Radio.
3: Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Karen Giebus, along with my amazing and talented co-host Amy Julian. I Pre- second that. Yeah, we are also here with the amazing sidekick and always keeping everything in order, Linda Drake. I have seen it, guys. I have seen it happen.
2: Sidekick, it makes me think yeah. we should be wearing capes. Yeah, <laughs> right.
3: Me too. So you, you, you guys are helping souls. One, one. Ministry at a time. You are heroes.
2: Well, she's got a ton of ministries going on. (laughs) And it's, you know, it really truly is something that, you know, Christ does. And we just, you know, kind of pave the way. yeah, Yes. Do what we're told. Yeah. (laughs) We like seeing the way he works in people's lives. Yes.
3: Yeah. It must be a blessing to be part of that process.
2: It is. It's an incredible blessing. It really is. When you see it, it's... It's so touching. Keeps you going. Yeah. And you just feel like, you know, how did I get to be this fortunate, you yes, know, that, yeah. that I get to witness him working in this way. And so. I'm yeah.
3: sure you're going to have a lot of experiences like that when you finally do start meeting for the,
2: the surviving
4: divorce
2: group. Yeah, I mm-hmm. do. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. And so surviving divorce what are the kinds of things that we cover in this series you know how what kind of topics and who how's the series structured well um it is a video series excuse me that was
4: uh created by rose sweet and she's a woman who you know she's her name was out there quite a bit, but she uh, went through divorce herself, and just realized there was just a real need for a Catholic outreach uh, for those that have gone through divorce. Um, and it's it runs for eight weeks, and it's broken down into um, three sections. First one is called Finding Perfect Peace, and it's just for it's. It helps those going through divorce. You know, they're usually overwhelmed. It's just like shock, denial, fear, anger. Um, This section just helps people to deal with those issues. Um, And it's uh, just very uh, Christ-centered. And um, it's just a a great source of peace for people. And it just kind of stabilizes the emotional
2: part. Of divorce yeah I kind of think of it as like triage almost you know that when you first go into the ER they need to you know figure out where yeah. the wounds are and you right. know just kind of stabilize you so that the rest of the healing can take place right then the next sec-
4: section is called finding perfect power and this again it's very Christ-centered um, it helps you have a Christ-centered attitude in um, through processes like dealing with um, the legal issues custody battles you know the well-being of your children you know the financial aspect so of it the practical right. things that you're dealing right. with maybe not the the
3: spiritual
2: aspects or the up
3: and down emotional aspects, right. but the practical aspect. Well, though. and it's,
2: and it's not like they give practical advice on, on the legal issues, right. but right. it's that how to cope with the legal issues mm-hmm. that do arise, you know? And so, um, so it's, it's addressing the whole person or the correct. whole aspect, right.
3: not just centering the, in on that spiritual aspect. Yeah. Or... And
2: there's a lot of attention paid to, um, the children too, you know, right. how oh, you good. help your children right. navigate this. Although I would say probably most of our participants, um, they have adult children, but we do. Right. We will have people that still have kids in the home, and and helping them to navigate it is right really really important. Right, right, and the and a great part of the program too.
4: Um, after each uh, section, in the end, there's um it's a fa- there's family pages, oh. and um, they just give you good advice on um. How to deal with your children? they have um, you know questions that they might ask um, take home tips. Um, there's prayers for it, discussions, um, to have with your children. And then, uh, there's a, uh, a, a section on scripture reading, what might pertain to what we just mm-hmm. covered. And then they also have, um, a family movie suggestion. Oh, you know, that's yeah. neat. Yeah. Yes. I thought that that's a really good idea. Just like, you know, kind of one that would pertain to that issue that you were just covering and, and tips so. on
2: how to draw that issue from that movie. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty it really is. intense yeah yes. i always go home and, and watch the movies that they refer to because and, and with that frame of mind yeah, and it really right. is insightful yes
4: and it's a lot of them movies i haven't even seen yet
2: <laughs> you know they might even be older ones but yeah
4: they're it's it, they they were very good at picking that right movie yeah so they have the perfect piece perfect power then what's that third session third one is finding perfect passion Okay. And this one it gets kind of interesting. People struggle with this section, you know, on because most of the time they're just not even ready to begin to talk about, you know, having someone else significant in their right. lives. So right. so it it's a little um like I say they, they kinda struggle through it, but um even so it is such good information. Um I always think of it as just something you can tuck in your back pocket yeah. and if that time comes You know, you don't know what God has in store for you. You might think never, ever again. Mm -hmm. Um, But you just don't know what God has in store. So it's just, it's really good information. And it's also information... as we were saying before, to help others. I, I was
3: just going to say, what a beautiful experience. And just even understanding that that's an option and how to approach that option. And then you can empower someone else who is ready to
2: move on. Right. Yeah. And and also, you know, I think we've all seen people who have been divorced and then kind of stumble into that next relationship, yeah. be, maybe before they're ready, um, and then repeat the same problems mm-hmm. again. Right. And so this section, you know, even before you're ready to even think about that relationship, it gives you um, a lot of the, the tools that very theology of the body based yeah. on, you know, how, you know, God intended us to enter into that relationship, you know, with our spouses. Mm-hmm. And so, so having that information before you fall mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. another relationship helps you to avoid the mistakes Stakes. from the first. Right. Correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We want to equip them with how to handle it. Yeah. So tell us about the videos and like who's in these videos. What are they like? Um, they um, have a great panel of experts. Um,
4: there's Father Don Calloway. Oh, I love him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Father Ray Garandi. Yeah, Dr. Oh, Dr. Ray. Dr. Dr. Ray. Dr. Ray. Sorry. we yeah. <laughs> yeah. hear on. Yes. Yeah. This, yeah, That's one thing when you work at the Chancery, everybody's is a father. father. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> yes. So Dr. Ray, and you hear him on yeah, yeah. Catholic radio a lot. Father Mitch Pac- Pacow. Pacwa. Paqua sorry. Thank yeah. you. And Father Steve Porter and Christopher West, who oh, is yeah, just very, very good. Very good. Yeah. And then they also have a, a panel of uh, witnesses of people who have gone through divorce. And it's just a very interesting uh, group of people. You know, all walks of life, all all different situations. Some are... Uh, very serious. Some are so funny. <laughs> um, but it, it's just such a good variety of people and where they're coming from. And, you know, they just witnessed to how they handled um, things, you know, how they learned to cope. Yeah. Um, and some explained they weren't good choices um, and <laughs> how they you know, found price to, yeah. to get them out of that. So um,
2: just, it's a great, great panel of people. And what's neat is they're so different that everyone right. seems to find one or two witnesses that really resonate with them. Right. You know, that maybe it's the same personality. Yeah. Maybe it's a similar story. Right. But, you know, Correct. you see yourself in these videos. You know, even even me, not having been through this.
3: Mm-hmm. So is this
4: um, in person, online? Uh, yeah, it's all... Oh, Well, with COVID, we had to do, we did two sessions online, and we were worried about that. You know, we did Zoom meetings. Yeah. Um, and, and it wasn't ideal. We'd rather meet in person. That's what we usually do. But, you know, it turned out really, really well. Um, people were comfortable. Um, they still shared just as much. Formed
2: relationships.
4: Yes, yes, definitely. And it was the good part of that is we can uh, reach out more to others in the diocese. Yeah. You know, where, you know, unfortunately, um, most parishes aren't big enough to have this a parish-based Yeah, Uh, program. Right. Yeah, we're we're trying to work on that. That's our goal in the
2: bigger parishes. But But Zoom gave us that. that
4: Yes. Yes. Definitely. So that was good to be able to reach out. So this next session we are meeting in person, um, but we're we're considering even maybe every other or every third um, doing it by Zoom to be able to reach out to our. Uh, whole diocese for yeah, every have have session. Have so, like maybe next summer we have a Zoom one again. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. okay,
3: that makes sense. But yeah. this one will be all this at is in
4: person at Saint Therese, right? Okay, here in Rapid City. Right. Here when does that next se- session start? Um, it is October fourth, from okay. six to eight p.m., and it's on Monday nights. Monday nights, in okay. Eight weeks. Mm-hmm.
3: So, where can people find more information if they want to either sign themselves up or if they want to? be able to hand someone some information that they feel needs to attend?
4: Um, we do put it in, our, in all the parish bulletins, all the information. Um, it's on our uh, diocesan website under Family Life Ministries. Okay. And then they can also uh, give me a call, email me. Um, the phone number at the Chancery is 605-343-3541. Okay. And then they can also email. Um, it's Drake at org. Okay, so they can just call the chancery and ask
3: for Linda, and mm-hmm. they were or ask right. for um, more information on surviving divorce group, and right. then they will connect you to the right.
4: <laughs> to you, right? <laughs> they, and there is um, an online link for okay. actually um, registering online.
3: Okay, excellent. Well, I think this is going to be um, a much needed um, healing process for a lot of people. So I hope that the holy spirit has touched the right listeners to get the right people into the session who Amen. they who needs to be yes. there yes well any final thoughts linda before
4: we any encouragement um one thing um I'd like to point out too, is um, you know when you're going through divorce, I think especially Catholics, you know uh, you feel like that's really looked down upon, and some can feel you know not welcome at mass, not welcome at church, you know they might feel um, just ostracized yes that's a good word mm-hmm. and 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 that's and I kind of felt that way too, you know, especially working at the Chancery for so many yeah. years and and um but you know, you feel like you're looked down upon by the church, but, but the true heart of it is the church is your source of healing. That is where you're going to get it. To uh, turn to God, and and it's through through your faith to get your healing.
3: Oh, that's beautiful. Well, thank you for taking time out of your morning, Linda, to be here with us today sure, on Real sure you're Live. You're welcome. We appreciate all that you're doing. Oh, yeah. thank you. Well, we are going to take a break, but when we come back from the break, we're going to speak with um, Christina Lahr, who is going to talk about her experiences of 9-11 and give us an amazing book review of a book we all should probably invest in and read, and especially share with our children who have no concept of what it was like to watch 9-11 unfold before our very eyes. I
2: can't believe it's been 20 years. Uh, I can't either.
3: Well, s- stay tuned because we'll be right back after the break.